0: You're listening to the Road to Damascus podcast, where we tackle the subjects saints and churches need to have, but are reluctant to, where our goal is to go from religion to relationship. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Road to Damascus, where it's not about the road, but about the journey where we go from religion to relationship. Well, today, um, a special podcast with me. I have my first pastor in studio with me today, a man that's been a mentor to me, a man that has helped me and uh, still continues to help me, Pastor Vincent Warren. Welcome, Pastor.
1: Thank you there, Brock. I am I am excited to be here today. As As always, I'm excited to proclaim and decree the gospel of jesus christ
0: <laughs> well i appreciate you coming with me um so he's a first time to the road to damascus hopefully it won't be his last time but um the reason i have you in here today pastor warren and i'm glad that i can have you in here is because um as you know we're about i say what two weeks two and a half weeks away from a presidential election And I'm not going to stump you on your politics or ask you to tell me who you're voting
1: for.
0: (laughs) I won't put you in that kind of spot. All right. (laughs) But um, I just want to know as a pastor um, that's had several churches and does community outreach, why is it that the church in the last, I'll say, say 30 years, um, starting with. the 80s, mid to the late 80s with Jerry Falwell and the Christian right. mm-hmm. Um, And then you've had pastors lately, John Hagee and um, Rob Parsley and um, some local pastors in the metro Detroit area, Wayne T. Jackson, Keith Butler, mm-hmm. um, seem to be getting more into the political spectrum um, almost to a point of pushing their parishioners at their church to vote for certain candidates or vote a certain way. Now we know in the history, in the civil rights movement, that the black church did play a major role yes, in, in changing laws and Correct. getting things done. Correct. But that was for the, the mass. Correct. Um. So do you think that the churches now are trying to go back to that, or do you think it's more for a selfish standpoint could you speak to
1: that podcast? I think the church is the church has become a a voice that has been um strangled I think Brock I think that when I say strangled meaning when society when the world as a whole look at the power of the church as a whole they look at us as being a body of over what uh, how many millions of believers 20 30 million of believers and we are all leaning towards different ideals and ideologies of where God stands when it comes to things like abortion, comes to things like uh, um, um, the, 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 um, the, the um, LGBT communities and things like that. So, so, historically, I, I was just so funny that you we, 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 we asked this question, because I was looking at an old clip from Billy Graham. And you know that Billy Graham, historically, was the President's top Christian advisor years ago. And whatever Billy Graham, how he went, Billy Graham literally went and taught a Bible class, a Bible study on what God says, what the Bible says about what the world was going through at that time. And the president took that into consideration, and then he took the people's needs into consideration, and he made a conscious decision to make a choice or establish laws based on those things. That's why we got um, the, the civil rights movements and things like that because preachers then understood that God does not change. His word doesn't change. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with his word not changing, that means that there has to be somebody that says, you know, okay, in different instances like for instance, this big abortion thing that's on us, on a on the everybody's mind today. I guess here's my question. Here's my ideology. Abortion is wrong Amen Period Flat out That is my belief Abortion is wrong But If Abortion has to take place In lieu of rape In lieu of of, of Incest In lieu of something like that Then that person That has to, that has to Live the life If they don't have a, a God foundation How can we expect them To make a God decision Amen
0: no, I agree with that And it's funny you bring that up Because I got I have a list of topics That I want to talk about on my podcast So my thoughts on abortion is one of them yes. So I'm going to say that for later Shelbo, Beautiful. when I do bring that episode, Absolutely I will Definitely make sure to have you Absolutely. back in the studio Because that's something I want to tackle And I have a lot of thoughts about that So I appreciate you bringing that up But but like you said the The, the abortion, the LGBT community but it seems as though, and I know, and I'm not talking to every church, but there are a few pastors that are mainstream yes. that, we, that are on the forefront of yes. television Absolutely. that we see every day. And those are the ones who get the camera time. And with it being a presidential election, you have people who seem to, and I'll give you a for instance, um, in the, the Metro Detroit area, Wayne T. Jackson had Donald Trump. Come right. to his church and speak. Mm-hmm. And he has a television station and a lot of people said it seemed like he did the interview to kind of pump up his television station, mm-hmm. which Perhaps. I, perhaps. <laughs> but and that's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, but, but the thing is, and I didn't notice, but I always like to do some research before I bring up a topic is, mm-hmm. is the 504 uh C uh tax exempt mm-hmm. law state that churches aren't allowed to endorse the candidates correct they can have candidates come to the church and speak that's correct but you have to give both candidates this uh, equal
1: opportunity
0: the co-equal opportunity correct so if i'm not i'm not i don't know if he invited uh the clinton campaign And like mm-hmm. i said this is not mm-hmm. about just that because like i said we've had pastors now who run for elected offices and things correct. like that but my thing is is Back then, with the civil rights movement in the 80s, there was more of a, a movement to want to have change for communities. We saw people in distress. I mean, they felt as though that the the black church in the 60s, along with white parishioners, felt like that this country wasn't living up to its best ideals, that okay. we weren't equal.
1: Okay. But now, okay.
0: it seems as though... The church is almost being used to be a, a demigod. To, a pon,
1: it, it, as a Ponzi, right?
0: To, as a Ponzi, right? To 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 bring in a certain monolith. Think of voters, and Correct. we know in the church that a pastor carries a lot of weight. A lot when of weight. You have a Joel Osteen with thirty thousand members, it. and you he got it. and he can speak to his members and say, "This is the way we should vote." Now, not every member is going to do that, but. If two-thirds of them, we talking 20,000 people. That's a, 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 an election on a city level, on a, a state level, not necessarily on a federal level, but it just seems as though, that, like you said, using the word Ponzi, that nowadays the church is just being used as a pawn Correct. by elected officials. And why are churches allowing themselves to be used in that?
1: Because, because, um, Brock, I think that, that, that the church today and I, we are we are fourth generation Christians. We're not first generation Christian. Right. We're fourth generation Christians. So we go back to our grandparents and our great grandparents and our great great grandparents being in the Christian world, and the things of their days, what they fought for, and what the what the church, what the pastors got involved in in the days of in the '60s during the civil rights movements. It was for a cause.
0: For a, a, it was a, for a cause a, great cause, a
1: great cause, that really their effectiveness and and proclaiming and decreeing that God was God is the one that's going to bring us from out of this depression and oppression. Today, what is our cause? What is the church's real reason for being in politics? What is it going to change? What are we? I mean, do we have an understanding? Has there been a document established as to why? Do the large ministries? Why do the large preachers put their nose in business and p- political business? For what reason? Is it to? I mean, is it? Is it the abortion thing? Is it? Is it tax laws? What is it? Let's hear it. Let write it down. Let the let the Christian world see why you're so engrossed in who becomes president. I, now that,
0: part, <laughs> and I agree with that because it seems as though it seems as though it's more ideological Correct. than anything because at the end of the day I remember speaking to a, a, a Bishop um, and he said to me and I don't want to say who we voted for but he told me I'm voting this way and and we began to talk about it and he said to me well I'm voting this way because I'm voting for a president not for a preacher not for um, a, a, a man to represent God for okay. gotcha. I'm voting for a man that I feel as though is going to best suit the interests of me and my community. Gotcha. And and to me, it seems as though with a lot of these and and and, and I'ma speak to this and I'm gonna be real because we real on of this. Of course, show.
1: transparency, my friend. Trans- <laughs> is these
0: mega ministries. Gotcha. Now you're already getting tax exempt mm-hmm. because of you being a church, mm-hmm. but now it seems as though that people seem to sway a certain way politically mm-hmm. when they get some money in their pockets. Okay. And the tax law, you know, your mind, when you don't have and they already taken, it's a different look. But when you don't, when you do have and you don't want to give up, it's a whole different look. So now is it, and like you said, what what is your platform? But now it seems like the pastors have a selfish... Sam, they're not looking at their parishioners Because most of the people in the church can't do what Joe Osteen do. Correct. They can't do what Crefno Dollar does. That's right. They can't fly on private jets and and, and go to different countries and things like that. They don't have, some of them can't even afford to pay bills, pay right. their mortgages. They're losing their home. And to me, when Dr. Martin Luther King, when Jesse Jackson, when uh Ab- Ab- Pastor Abernathy and all of them in the mm-hmm. 60s were Doing the things that they were doing. It was for the greater good of the people. Of the
1: community. The That's through. right. That's right. But the king
0: wasn't doing it to make money. That's right. He wasn't doing it to be proud.
1: And actually he was not a rich man. He wasn't a rich man. He wasn't a Joe Osteen. He wasn't a T.D. Jakes. He wasn't a Creflo Crystal, Crystal Dollar. But he, but he was as Lord, powerful, he was more powerful than any of those men put together. If he was living today, the masses what he would have the largest church in the world because of his push when it comes to community and organization. And,
0: and, and, and so now I want to tie this together is we, with us being so involved in the political scene, why don't we see more churches getting involved in the community scene? Where the, the and I always tell this story the reason I started going to Consumer Fire Christian Center. Um, was the first time i visited the church mm-hmm. uh the pastor was doing service and then he kind of cut service a little short mm-hmm. and he had one of the deacons come out they brought a table out and they began to ask who needed bills paid mm-hmm. and he began to write checks mm-hmm. to those people now i don't know the amount that he wrote right. he never asked those people the amount that right. he wrote but even if he gave them 50 dollars.
1: It was greater than what they came came to church with, and the need that they have that could go towards the need. That Amen. They have.
0: So why don't I see when I when when you get an outrage, and we all remember uh, in 2015 mm-hmm. when Creflow Dollar put that he wanted to buy a brand new jet because the mm-hmm. jet that he had wasn't sufficient enough anymore, mm-hmm. and it was outraged because he was trying to raise fifty million dollars to buy this G five. Okay and it's like why are you trying to raise this money to build a jet where he live he's in atlanta Mm but we know how the housing crisis hit atlanta right we know that there's people that go to his church every sunday that tithe faithfully that can't afford to pay their bills light bills gas bills daycare that they're struggling but that they want to feel obligated to Prop him up so that he can do the things that he can do for the greater good in the ministry. Why are their eyes set the way a Dr. King's eyes were that this is bigger than me, that these are my sheep, I'm the
1: shepherd. You just answered the question. Where does the church fit in politics? The church and eyes of of mega ministries or ministries as a whole that don't have a community base. Acts Acts chapter two verse 44, 44 speaks to us clearly it simply says all and all that believed were together and had, and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them all to all men and every man that had need Speak speaks for itself so here so here's the thing mega ministries or ministries as a whole i'm not just going to talk Mega mega ministries ministries that's financially able to do more community things and do not do more community things because of other needs that they feel. Well, you know, let's say this. Some ministries feel that reaching the whole world is more important than reaching that community. Well,
0: you, you've you been a pastor. Yes. That your ministry has been to go to the streets.
1: Correct. The ghettos. Correct.
0: To get the, the drug dealers, correct? prostitutes. Correct. The ones that we've shunned, the, Correct. the ones that Jesus went and prayed for. Right. The ones that would be our modern day lepers. Right. That's been your ministry. Right. And we know that that you've been called to do these things. So we know where your heart is. Right. Now, does that frustrate you to see that that necessary? Because it seems to me as some people's heart is still getting in a ministry. And I'm not, and I don't want to put, because I don't know, Bible says man's heart is deceitfully wicked above all who will know but the Lord. So I can't speak to someone's heart. But maybe people who go in with the intentions of, I'm going to make changes. But then, for the love of money, is the root to all evil. Do you think that that sometimes sucks a man?
1: Money? Yeah. Of course it does. <laughs> the, the, the church, the church and politics collide when... The pastors and the leaders of the church has to find means to care for people who can't care for themselves. The church and and government collide when the church says, well, you need to go to the Department of Human Services for help. This is where they collide right here. The church simply says this is a hospital for sick souls, not a hospital to pay your bills, not a hospital to feed you, not a hospital to do any of those things. Some churches believe that they their goal is to reach people, reach people and give them the gospel of Jesus Christ only. But that right there is the it, is their ignorance, in my opinion. What did Jesus do? What was Je- Jesus became, came?
0: Became,
1: That's became. why he came.
0: He came that we may have life and have it more, more
1: abundantly. abundantly. And also that our Paul told Titus, he said, "Above all, Titus, I wish that you would prosper, as your soul prosper and be in good health." So I I don't care what apostle you use. <laughs> I don't care what I don't care who you use in reference to our role in the community and the world today. The world today is moving to a place where God's people must come together.
0: Amen.
1: God's people must go back to bringing their possessions. I'm not saying sell your house and your cars and give it to the church. What I'm saying is give more to ministries that are building communities and building you versus giving to places such as Foot Locker, such as... Uh, um, uh, 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 Morton, such as Ruth Chris. It's places like that that's going to take your money for food when you can give that money to the church and the church will cook you a chicken dinner if that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I just, I think the part that people cause, because we there's things that we've mocked in the church Of course right? Where people pay tithes And I've been paying tithes in this church for 20 years And I ain't seen a new door I, exactly. <laughs> Right, Right,
1: right, right. right. Still Got the right. same sign up right. I thought I was getting a sign five years ago right. What happened to the fi- So
0: I got you, so, I with you So when you say that people need to find a, a church that uh, And like you say, you're not telling people to sell their possessions No, thing, not at but, all to find, But to me, that's the hard part Is finding a ministry that truly that they're, that they're, um, what's the word I'm looking for, that their, uh, Lord.
1: Um, mission?
0: They're, yeah, their mission is to to not only help the sick souls in the church, but help the sick, like what is your mission, your mission? My, ask, Pastor?
1: my mission, so so my life as a whole is human services. So I look at the natural sense. I deal every day with people in their humanness and their human needs and the job that I get paid to do, that I went to school to do, that that that's my gift to the world. My gift to the body is a the gift God's given me, bringing it into the church to teach the church how to help people, how to bring money in, how to do things to help communities so the church can be built and lives can be changed and those people can in turn go out and show and help other people. It's all about helping people
0: that can help help other people. people. Yeah, exactly. It's and, a paying forward system. And
1: when you say when you talk about church and politics, church and politics is not that, man. Polit- the church is getting into politics because they want to kind of kind of teach uh the congressmen and senators, hey, this is what we need. If you're gonna speak for us, you need to speak correctly. And Congress and senators and all those people are not speaking for the church. If we allow the government to speak for the church, God is going to deal with us harshly because our voice is being muted by allowing um, politics and politicians to speak for us.
0: Amen, but, but and not, and sticking to that point yeah. that you just made, don't you think though that some of the representation that represents the church on a national level Hasn't done us any services, uh, any justice as well. I agree. And so that in turn, see, my thing is, the Bible says, if you have an art with your brother, you take it to your brother. Correct. And I agree with that. But I don't see any churches or here any pastors that that might have a different mission come out in a, in a respectful way to condemn that and say, you're not speaking for the whole body of Christ when you do these type of things. When you say these type of things, when you have churches that um, stand outside of funeral of soldiers, you're a former um, serviceman mm-hmm. and, and men that you serve with die, and people stand outside holding up signs calling people faggots and reason you're dying right. and things like this. This isn't representation of God.
1: No, not at all.
0: And 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 so you have a and, and you had a politicians that are extremists, some of them. They, they're extremists in their rhetoric Because they want to get church people So they just go extreme with the things they say And like you said That's not a representation no. of the body of Christ But where are the voices Hear a voice crying out in the
1: wilderness, in the wilderness that's right. Preparing you to the, <laughs> the Lord
0: Where is the voices that's in the wilderness right. crying out Saying you do not speak for my body You do not speak for all of us This is a circus clown That's just looking Because a lot of it is people who just want to be on television Correct
1: Correct. It's not You know what Historically And if you do And if you do research A lot of the initiatives That uh, um, um, Politicians ex- Extremists That have come out With these With these crazy Things they want to do After it's shut down It goes away After the people say No it goes away If you really believe that you that would be in the forefront. That be that would be your bumper stick on your car. <laughs> It'd be a sign in front of your house. Right. But in the same token, no, it's not. It's all about a few people getting the ear of their representative in in Washington, and that representative go make himself look like a look look retarded trying to bring a major initiatives to a whole world that does not believe that. And the church as a whole in politics, if the church are going to be politicians they're going to have to learn how to speak up, speak God's word according to the laws that he's allowed to be established in the United States of America. God's word. Because the the United States of America established laws, remember it was based on God.
0: In the beginning. In
1: the beginning. And we as the church didn't fight because you know, politics, they giving us grant money, they're giving us money to build these mega these mega ministries. They're giving us money to drive helicopters from here and there. They're giving us money to feed people and do all these good things to our church, grant money from the federal government. And why should we oppose anything they're saying openly? Because you know what? That's going to make somebody upset, and I won't be able to get that draw next month or next year. Now, when you reach the millionaire status, you know, many millionaires... Mega ministry mega, some of them don't say nothing at all.
0: Amen. And, and but the funny thing even you know, with that is what was the cry two two summers ago was do we need to start taxing
1: the church the church
0: because you got churches that and and, and you're basing it on what 20, 30 ministries that are of that status where correct they pulling in that kind, con- it's not every church.
1: Churches going out, churches are closing every single day, bro. Churches are closing by the masses every single day. And you know what? It's probably good that churches are closing every single day. Because, in my opinion, as a pastor myself, me, I believe that God is calling for pastors, for leaders to come together and join together to build one church. In one region To win one body of Christ Because when Jesus comes He's coming for one body
0: Amen Okay, I got you Well, I, I just it, It's just I mean, we could talk about this Of but, course But it's just I just want to know Because when I'm out here And the people I talk to And, you know You got pastors Like, there were so many pastors When President Barack Obama was running mm-hmm. That begin to speak in a way that you are almost saying, like these were church men that had black members, white pastors with black members mm. that almost were speaking in a way about our current president, like almost condemning him because of his name. Possibly is he Muslim. But then in turn, we had people condemning him because he said in, how can you sit in the church of a man like Reverend Wright who speaks the way that he does? Correct. But but the one thing I respected about Reverend Wright was, is he said, I'm not a politician. Correct. He said, I got to speak the words that God gave me to speak. Correct. But then also, if I heard you preach, I could take one snippet of what you say mm-hmm. and play it and make you seem like you're an extreme Correct.
1: person. This is true. This is true.
0: But then if I don't pay, play the pretext or the posttext, to get it all in the context, mm-hmm. then people can then have the opinion that they have.
1: I believe that the president, President Barack Obama served as a president for all people. And as a president for all people, he didn't, he's not a preacher. Amen. He's not. He's not. A, he's not a preacher. He didn't come. He wasn't voted in because he has a a master's in divinity and a doctor, a doctor, a doctorate in and and, and, theology. and and theology. That's not why we voted him in. President Barack Obama was voted into office because he he was going to give and meet all the people's needs, and that's what he done. But, but let me ask you this: dude. whether it was good or bad, that's what he done. But,
0: do you think that a lot of the fear from white pastors that we saw was because he was a black man? I mean, in your opinion, I
1: I think that well, some someone called the president a mutt. There was a lot of rhetoric that was going on, a lot of a lot of neg- negative things that was spoken about our president, and that they're just just cruel. It was wrong, but if if it was a a, a Caucasian president that was uh, that was doing this. Uh, the Democrats would, would have had a problem. The Republicans would have been okay with right. it. The Democrats would have had a problem because now we are doing something that, as it is today, the Democrats, many Democrats, have a major problem already. And sort of most church people are Democrats,
0: right? Well, because they considered, that?
1: of course, they considered the lower class and right. the middle class anyway. Remember that.
0: Well, I, I, the one thing I always <laughs> tell people is is that. And I'm just speaking as an African-American male. Okay. That African-Americans have voted since the, the civil rights law was passed. With under Lyndon B. Johnson, black people have voted Democrat 90%. Of course. Now, what most people don't know is from 1860 to 1960, Black people were voting Republican. That's right. Because of Abraham Lincoln, was you a got Republican it. You got it. that signed the Emancipation Proclamation. See, most people don't know that.
1: The Republicans actually were the good guys per for, se. Per se. Back then. But then, when the, <laughs> when the Southern <laughs> strategy started, right.
0: and you started having Southern whites who didn't want laws to change for mm-hmm. civil rights, mm-hmm. then black people would have white, with President Lyndon B. Johnson came into power. Then you started to see the change of more blacks voting Democrat. Now, when we think about the black church, most, like you said, most black people vote Democrat. So let's not be blind to that. But the representation through politics mm-hmm. is that the, the church is a Republican stronghold, okay. which is not. But but black people vote for... a um. Democrats, where Democrats are more progressive, they support LGBT community, right. they're pro choice. So, black people aren't voting in the instance of I'm voting for my pastor or my church. Right. I'm voting for somebody that I feel as though mm-hmm. will represent me and my home. Correct. Because the pastor feeds me
1: spiritually. Right. But this
0: man got to make sure that my tax dollars is being that I can feed my kids
1: being, fit, being spent wisely and, and,
0: and so when I look then at the, the body in the church I'm saying that we if we're going to get into politics
1: mm-hmm. if we're going
0: to swim those waters mm-hmm. them shark infested waters that's right then we need to make sure it's for the benefit of our community as a whole not just for me as a selfish person because going back to Dr. King he went to jail correct for the things that he wanted done how many
1: pastors do you think will go to jail? Today? How many do you see going to jail right now? <laughs> Ain't no, do I? That's going to go. How many is going now? I don't want to hear about what's to come. I want to hear about what's going to be down the line. Right. What are you and what are they willing to do now, today? And that is zero. That, I mean, there's a couple pastors in Detroit right. uh, uh, that I know that are very that that's high when it comes to of politics when it comes to community, and 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 these guys are, are definitely doing the work of the gospel, and they having a voice in a uh, politics as, as far as for the people of God in that community. Amen. But that's only a few, a very small, and, few. and, and mind you, the people who's do who the, the the pastors who's doing it are not financially. Uh, ahead or able to continue to do it because they don't have the long dollars that other ministries have. They can't do like that. locked
0: up. He he saw it as joy because now I'm about to flip the jail. You, he about down. to turn it
1: upside down. So that's I, right.
0: You didn't you did put me in the wrong spot.
1: Correct. Correct. You know,
0: and and, and our uh, pastor here at Consuming Fire, Pastor Keith, loves the movie The Apostle. Right. Um, and I remember at the end he goes to jail. And he working on the chain game. And he got them all knocked. Correct. Preaching but my thing is, is if you are so strong in your belief and so strong that this issue needs to be changed, then you, and I'm not saying just go to do something illegal, but I'm saying is, is Dr. King was willing to go to jail. Correct. And no telling what would have happened to him when he was in jail. I mean, we're talking about a time where they were hanging people from trees. Correct. That they were shooting people, Correct. and then they were saying, "Oh, he is lawful."
1: Correct,
0: and they and he still got assassinated.
1: You know, you know, Brock. Prayer, prayer is. Let me say this: in my belief, what I've read from the Word of God, what is to come in our world as a whole will not be aborted because it's in His Word; it has to happen. But the people that's going to be affected by it. I believe when 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 the church, when politics, when the stock markets, when money, when everything fail, this is when the church, some people are going to say, you know what, I should have been, I should have had the Joseph mentality. You know, God told Joseph there's gonna be a famine for right. seven years.
0: And to prepare. And a- to
1: prepare. Instead of us listening for the voice of God, for preparation for what's to come, because it's coming. Hey, and I don't care what nobody say, and the church, side head, side to every, the, the, the politicians going to be knocking on the church doors. Can I come in for refuge because their own people are going to forsake them because of the, of the decisions they made? Remember, we hold Washington accountable for our world. But instead of holding Washington account- watching accountable, we first must fast, pray, and then vote. Amen. My opinion.
0: Well, I'm going to leave it on that note. I just want to thank you, Pastor Warren.
1: Amen. Anytime. For your man.
0: knowledge, your time. I'm definitely going to have you come back <laughs> and so we can chop it up. Um, I want to thank everybody who tunes in to the road to Damascus. Well, remember, it's not about the road, but about the journey where we go from religion to relationship. Thank you and God bless. God bless.